What's up, guys? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ. Welcome back, guys. Um, all right, so I was a little shocked uh, towards the end because I didn't know that we were only getting two parts. Um, if you noticed, he said next week on the conclusion. And um, I don't know, I'm just so used to getting three parts. I feel like it's like typical. And um, yeah, I'm just shocked by that. Um, I don't know if they just didn't have enough to put in there or they cut out a lot. But um, yeah, definitely new for um, Orange County, especially. All right, so let's jump right in. Um, to be honest, I loved everyone's outfit. I mean, even Bronwyn. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I liked everybody's outfit, except um, I didn't really care for Shannon's um, 60s vibe. And it's funny because I love like 50s, 60s fashion, but um, I wasn't here for her outfit at all. Um, <laughs> to be honest, I think she would have looked a little bit better, a little bit classier in like a jumpsuit or a pantsuit, kind of similar to what Gina was wearing. I think that would have looked good on Shannon. Um, I don't really know what made her decide on that, but... Um, yeah, she just looked a little puffy to me, so I didn't think that, like, <laughs> I know she had a lot of spandex on, but it's like she just looked, like, constricted, and so, I don't know, I feel like it would have been more relaxed and comfortable for her if she was in, like, a pantsuit or jumpsuit, but just just my opinion. So, first off, they started talking about, um, I'm gonna call this sad and depressing gate, because literally for a big majority of the season, or at least the beginning half, all we were talking about was how Gina's home was said to be sad and depressing, right? And, um, I I mean, it's kind of hard at this point. Like, I know I kind of went back and forth earlier in the season, guys, and said, you know, I believe Bronwyn, I believe Shannon. I don't really know who to believe at this point. Um, I want to just say that I don't believe Bronwyn because she's come forth now and, basically admitted that most of what she introduced herself as for her first season was basically a lie. Um, so just, just in terms of like, you know, how she was pretending to be someone who wasn't an alcoholic and thought that that wasn't going to be an issue. So, you know, if I'm, if I'm taking in all accounts, I think that maybe Shannon didn't say that, um, or maybe she said something similar maybe she said it was small but I don't think she was I don't think she would come out and say that it was sad and depressing I really don't know at this point because I just feel like since it's not on camera it's really hard to have this whole long argument about something um that we don't even know if it existed or not um and so honestly I just felt like we were getting nowhere so it's like and we haven't been getting anywhere with that whole thing for (laughs) the whole season so anyways I think the conclusion for that was that um if I had to pick somebody, I think I would now side with the rest of the women rather than Bronwyn, only because Bronwyn has came out and said that she publicly lied about a lot of things. So it's it's kind of hard to believe her at this point. So they did get to talk about, um, you know, Sean, or, or I'm sorry, not Sean, um, Shannon and John's relationship a little bit. And I thought it was interesting to hear some of the women talking about Shannon's drinking and how it might be an issue. Um I don't think Bronwyn is one to talk, but I think that um, it was maybe um, good for Shannon to hear from some of the other ladies that it's not like a drama thing. It's more that they're just concerned that when she drinks, she says things that she just doesn't remember Um, as I mean, it's not a non-common thing. It's not a not common thing. You know, I mean, if somebody's drinking or inebriated, they, you know, 
maybe spill the truth. Maybe they, I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's not that it's not typical. So, um, I just thought it was interesting that they brought it up with concern. I was expecting Shannon to kind of blow up and she didn't. So maybe she knows that she has a problem and she recognizes that. Um, maybe it's not like the biggest drinking problem ever, but, um, it, it could be a little bit of an issue where she kind of self-medicates. So, um, yeah, it, it was kind of, um, you know, it was glad, I'm glad that they brought that up. If you guys remember not too long ago on After RT, I was talking a little bit about how Tamara did an interview somewhere and, um, you know, she was asked if, if she believes that Shannon has a drinking problem and Tamara said yes. And she said that they've tried to bring it up to her multiple times. It's been, it's been attempted to being brought up at the reunion and it just never has come out. So, um, I think it's important that it was brought out now because I think it's not that she has a problem, you know, like it's not that she's an alcoholic, but it's that she, when she drinks, she has a little bit of an issue of, you know, maybe just saying the wrong things or whatever. I don't even know, but, um, I think it's important that they recognize that. Okay. So I know a lot of you don't really like Kelly. Um, she doesn't have, you know, this huge fan base I know she was saying on the show that, you know, her, her fault, she hasn't lost any followers. Her fan base is growing. Um, now personally for me, um, I will share my views. I do like Kelly. I think she's great for the show. Um, I, I know that, you know, her social media is a little, um, out there sometimes. Um, but it's, I don't know. Let me just preface this with saying that like, you know, it's, it's kind of like if you go to get a job somewhere and, you know, you represent something different than what your job represents. And um, it, it's kind of like that, only except Bravo is a reality, you know, this is a reality show. So it's kind of like it's supposed to be her all the time. So it's I, I just want to tell you guys, there's a reason that Bravo has kept her on for this long. Um, otherwise, I mean, because she's always been, you know, I don't want to say belligerent because that's kind of like an aggressive word, but like she's always been kind of different on social media than most of the other women. So, um, and Bravo knows that. So I think just the COVID and, you know, our current political climate, I think that just amplified everything. Um, mind you, she's never come out and said, you know, like I'm pro Trump or whatever. And that, cause I know Bravo is very much, a, you know, so a liberal you know, platform, I think. So, um, She's never come out and said that, but she has shared her views on COVID and um, they're controversial for sure. But um, I think you guys have to remember that, you know, just because she's on this show or whatever, that doesn't mean that she needs to fall into a certain category of I believe in this and I believe in that. I mean, she's still a person at the end of the day and she still has um, or she's still entitled to her own opinion. So I think we can't really hold that against her. And that's it's not really a reason to not like. I mean, it is a reason to not like her, but. Um, you have to admit that she's great for the show and, um, I just, I, I don't know. So that's my preface, but what I was going to say was that I thought it was a little, um, I, I thought it was a little, um, I thought it was a shame that they kind of were singling out Kelly and shitting on her for her personal views. Um, I could tell that Andy was like trying to get like a certain area, um, of her beliefs out of her. And she kind of was just like, what do you want me to say? I, I don't understand what you're trying to get out of me, but I kind of knew. And, um, 
I mean, she shared on her social media some of the things that people send her. And, like, you guys, like, she gets hate shit all the time on her Instagram. And, um, I mean, it doesn't phase her, obviously, because she's still she's still sharing her beliefs and everything. But it's it just goes to show you that, like, you know, we live in a world where we could all have differing opinions. Um, and and <laughs> just because, you know, she's on a reality show, she gets the brunt of all these people messaging her and shitting on her for her own beliefs. So it's like, that's the kind of, I'm all about inclusivity and just peacefulness. And I think that, um, you know, we need to let people be in their, in, you know, in their own beliefs. And she's, she's now come out. I mean, she said on the reunion, I've, I've definitely regret some of the things I've said, you know, um, what, what else do you want me to say? So it's like, Obviously, she regrets some of the things that she says, which is kind of good because some of the things she says are a little offensive. Like the "Is it God's way of thinning the herd?" might not have been the great greatest way to, um, you know, describe COVID on a <laughs> on her platform. You know, I just I don't know why I'm laughing. I just it's like, um, but yeah, I don't want you guys to think that I you know support all of her beliefs. And I mean, I mean, there are some things that I do agree with her on. I'm not going to name what they are, but I just want to come out here and say that. I'm I'm all about the inclusivity and the peacefulness, and I think that um, I think that Kelly is an uh, <laughs> an interesting individual, um, but I do think that she's entitled to her own opinion, and I think it's um, I think it's kind of a shame that they you know or that Andy specifically had to single her out on the reunion because um, you could tell she was getting a little upset, um, and yeah, rightfully so. And I did want to add that I think that you know if. If Bravo wants to, or I don't know why I'm saying Bravo, I should just say Andy. If Andy wants to push her to a state where she has to defend her own beliefs and defend her opinions, um, then I feel like all the women should be held to that same standard. I don't think that it should be one one housewife over the other. So that was just a little disappointing that, again, she was singled out. So um, my opinion on Elizabeth, because they were talking about her marriage and all that, I like her. I think she's, I, I think she's good. I think, um, I think after this reunion, she's definitely going to be offered a contract because she is going hard on Bronwyn. And I think, um, this whole season, she's been kind of a little bit of a pushover, um, which is good though, because it's, it's her first season and I think she needs to kind of go with the flow, but this reunion, she is angry. She's guns a blazing. And that's what we like to see because we like to see that real passion, real anger in the arguments. We don't want it to be this fake petty drama shit. And clearly with Elizabeth, it's deep rooted. So, um, and she's been brewing this, this drama over this past couple weeks. So, um, I, so I like her, however, I'm a little confused, um, over this whole, you know, thing that Bronwyn just talked about last night about her fiance or her ex-husband being engaged already and all this stuff. And it's like how she even knows this. And, it's like, she's like, oh, my friend is friends with him. It's like, why haven't you said this beforehand? Like, why is this coming out now? I don't know. It just seems really bizarre to me that she would even know about that. Um, it's hard to believe her. But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just bizarre. So I, I don't really want to like dig into it because I don't really care that much. I mean, it's just interesting to me that this is being brought up now. However, I'm not going to go digging deep and finding out who her ex is and <laughs> like learn who he's dating or whatever. So, um, do I think it's true? Not really. Um, motive for bringing it up. I mean, just to have something against Elizabeth caught her, catch her off guard. I, I don't really know. 
Okay, and lastly, a uh, million dollar question. Do I think that Bronwyn is a fake alcoholic? <laughs> um, I don't think she's a fake alcoholic. Um, I do think she has a problem. However, I think that she maybe used this alcoholism and self-healing journey um, and, the, and, you know, the being gay kind of ties into that. I think she used this for the show um, because, uh, well, I don't want to discredit because there is a lot of people out there who are are in marriages for a long time and they're, they know they're gay and they're just, they're in that marriage. So I don't want to discredit them. However, Bronwyn is kind of a person, you know, she's already kind of like an addict and um, it could be that she's addicted to the fame a little bit. I, I, I want to believe that because, you know, this this whole like I mean they started talking about how she you know likes to get noticed and I think Shannon made a comment about how she was at her house and um Bronwyn and Sean had said you know our favorite thing to do is is to get recognized so I was kind of just like ooh I don't know it made me kind of cringe a little bit because I first of all I don't think anybody's gonna want to recognize them after this season but um I think that I, I yeah I don't think that she's like faking being an alcoholic but I do think that she's using a majority of this this journey, um, you know, like this self-healing journey for the show, because other than that, I don't really think she has anything going on for herself. Um, it made for a great storyline. I'll give her that. Um, I hate to use the word storyline cause I know this is their real lives, but it did make for a great storyline storyline. And, um, I think that it definitely captured a lot of viewers attention over a pretty anticlimactic season of Orange County. But, um, I do, I think that you know, her fan base is going to grow after this? Absolutely not. I think she's probably going to be... I saw this thing on um, Instagram that said, you know, Bronwyn did the... Bronwyn did the impossible. On a season with Kelly and Shannon, um, she became the most hated cast member on Orange County. And <laughs> I do think... I do think if I had to pick between Bronwyn and Kelly, I definitely, you know think that most of the fans would agree with me that Bronwyn is probably the most hated um, because she's just so fucking confusing and so, so self-righteous, so selfish. Um, but yeah, we don't want to, we don't need to have a shit on Bronwyn party because I think that's going to be the main topic of the second part of the reunion next week. So moving on from that. Um, so I want to bring up this little clip that they showed us at the end Um where Shannon had said that Bronwyn had um, came up to her daughter at a party when she was 14 and said, you know, if you want the good stuff, call me. Um, I'm assuming that this is cocaine, but, or I thought it was cocaine at the beginning, but I saw Shannon confirm on, on Instagram that no one was offered cocaine. So I don't know what the good stuff man meant. I, I don't know if it's means that, you know, it was weed or whatever it was or like alcohol, but Regardless, whatever it is, she's 14, her daughter at the time, she was 14, so it's absolutely unacceptable. The sad part is, is I don't even think Bronwyn remembers, um, so we won't talk too much about this because we're probably going to get into it next week, but I just want to share that social media was kind of blowing up with this, and so um, I want to clarify that I don't really know that it was cocaine, but I guess we'll find out um, next week for sure. Um, yeah, it it just because I think Shannon confirmed that it wasn't cocaine. However, it was something, whether it be alcohol, weed, whatever. Well, my friends, we have reached the end of this reaction. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, stay tuned for next week because 
I guess I just, I didn't realize that we were only going to have two parts. I just am not used to that. Orange County, I don't think, has ever had a two-part reunion ever. I mean, maybe like in the beginning, like one or two seasons, but we've never had a two-part reunion, so this should be interesting. I'm sure it's going to be drama-packed and filled, um, but you know, we can't wait. So um, <laughs> thanks so much for tuning in, guys, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you liked it, please subscribe so you know when the new episodes are here. As always, send me a voice message if you have any questions or any drama you'd like me to address. Follow me on Instagram at AJ Jafari for updates on the podcast. Until next time, this was Housewives Happy Hour with AJ.